Eggs, McLean. Eggs. The thing about eggs. The thing about eggs is that you, it's hard to eat a lot of them if you just eat them like a normal person. If you, like, cook them and then try to eat them, it's very hard to eat a lot of them. I've always thought, you know, how could these eggs be better if they were raw? That's what I've always, always thought. Well, well, that's always been my stipulation that raw eggs were a uh, boon to human health. However, McLean, I used to think back in my in my younger days, back in my foolish younger days, I thought that Charles Atlas was the king of the the old school health advice. I thought I thought he was the man to turn to. You know, you see the you see the ads with the scrawny guy on the beach going, "Oh, gee whiz, Helen, that bully's kicking sand in my face." He's, he's dancing where he pleases. Mm, I'm just getting pushed around and I don't like it. Then you know you Turns out Char- Charles Atlas is a blithering idiot. <laughs> what a Charles Atlas uh, didn't realize, of course, was that, uh, you know, exercise is fine and all, but like 85% of it is it's the diet. It's the foods that you eat, you know? He didn't, uh, I mean, he wasn't a complete total knuckle-dragging idiot, but, you know, you look, you look through Charles Atlas, uh, you you look through his nutrition recommendations, that's kind of just a tossed-off paragraph, it's like, I don't know, eat food, I guess. Make sure to to eat things. Let me tell you about a guy named Vince McLean. (laughs) Vince Garanda. Now, you ever see that meme? With the uh, the Belgian health minister, that like 500 pound woman, and it says uh, the person who tells you to eat no eggs, and then there's a black and white picture of a jack guy, and it says the person who tells you to eat 30 eggs a day. I think I've I think I've heard something along. That's those Vince lines. Garanda. That's actually a photo of Vince that you were looking at there. Vince the man was a trainer to the stars. He trained such greats as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger before the steroids, um, and probably like a million other guys I can't name off the top of my head because I don't know that much about bodybuilders. But anyway, the point is, Vince was the man. Now, Vince, he was not a believer in steroid use because when, when did steroid use uh, I think it was like late late 50s is when people started taking that stuff and it took off through the 60s. Vince was around. He was a trainer from the 50s through the 70s. Now, his belief was that you need not consume steroids. Well, okay. He had a lot of diets, actually. The funny thing about Vince Garanda is that his diet plans, like, he didn't, he didn't know about, like, ketosis or, like, you know, the, the benefits of a, of a low-carb diet. Like... What he did was he just tried stuff to see what worked, and eventually he landed on. He landed on the diet that he gave most most people he trained was the steak and eggs diet. I realized that's what I had already been eating eating when I was reading about it. And I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing, and it's just wait. Actually, let me see if I can pull it up. The uh, the steak and eggs diet. Steak and eggs, of course. Great combination, by the way. I never eaten them together before until a few weeks ago, and I'm like, why, why, why wasn't I doing this sooner? Butter, cream, eggs, milk, and red meat in high quantities and only a small amount of carbohydrates. Yeah, uh, let's see here. A breakfast was eggs, no limit, scrambled in butter, poached, boiled, soft or hard, sunny side up in butter, and then meat. Hamburger patty, pork sausage patty, steak, chops, limbs of pork, bacon, liver, chicken livers, kidney, brains. Brains. I don't think I've ever had brains before. And then for lunch, you would have these same as breakfast. 
For dinner, you'd have the same as breakfast and lunch, and uh, roasts of all kinds. <laughs> anyway, that was his normal diet. And then, and then Vince Garanda happened upon, happened upon an idea, a postulation, a theory. So, in hospitals, burn victims, uh, back in the day, big problem with a burn victim was, you know, they were almost completely immobile for a long time, so their muscles would atrophy. So for some burn victims, this would have been, yeah, around the late 50s, the, the steroids had just kind of come out. Um, what was the first one, Dianabol? I don't know. Anyway, um, a lot of burn victims would be given steroids to keep their muscles from atrophying um, while they were, you know, immobile. And so a lot, a lot of them were given that. But uh, some, some hospitals were given burn victims 36 eggs a day um, in, in, the for, in, in many different forms throughout the day, you know, mixed into a shake or just served scrambled or whatever, put in soups and stuff. And what they found was that the 36 eggs a day did the same job as the low the low the mild steroid cycle for the other patients it did the same job of of keeping their muscles from atrophying while they were laying immobile in bed so vince looked at this and he went hold on a second 36 eggs does the same thing as a low dose steroid cycle a mild steroid cycle and so he he uh he, he devised what is now called the 36 eggs a day plan and he, he, he believed this. He, he firmly believed this, that eating 36 days a day was akin to a low-dose steroid cycle. And I think a lot of the reasons... Yeah, there's some testosterone in eggs. There's a lot of stuff in eggs because you know, there's a whole, like... There's it's the, a chicken. The, the, it's the a makeup of a, of a whole animal inside that it's thing. Like it's, a, almost, it's like if you, took a, if, if you took a chicken pill. A pill that had all the... All the health entire chicken of attrition. Yeah, well, it's almost complete nutrition um, inside the egg. Uh, That's what but, you said uh, about beef, Jake. Yeah, it's true of beef, too. But uh, the thing about eggs, okay, is the mm. cholesterol content. All that cholesterol, man. And, of course, <clears throat> well, I'll get to that in a second, but uh, it was the massive amounts of cholesterol when eating 36 eggs a day that uh, Vince, Vince uh, he, well, he, first of all, he tries, he always tried his diets on himself first, and he tried it on other people, and like the results, and you, you, you always have to wonder how sketchy, so here's the thing, it's like, I tend to believe this is true, and the reason it's not like more commonly known now that eating 36 eggs a day is, is somewhat akin to a very mild steroid cycle, like, I think the reason that it's not very well known now is just because of the 70s, the uh, cholesterol health scare. Uh, most people are going to not even entertain that idea. So it's a funny thing that happened in the world of bodybuilding up until the 70s. Um, it was common knowledge. Yes, steak and eggs diet. You just ate a bunch of meat. <laughs> I've been, sorry, I've been texting Alicia about this. Um, and she's absolutely appalled by the idea of eating that many eggs. Hmm. How many eggs would she be okay with, do you think? What's the limit? <laughs> I think she'd probably cap out it's at like about a, four. Like when you ask the AI bot how how what weight is unhealthy, <laughs> she cap What's... out at about four eggs. Okay. Now, do, do do them being raw does that have to do with anything? Well, I'm sure it has something to do that... with it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. See, because I was trying, I was trying to eat the eggs cooked and scrambled. Um, that's very hard. It is very hard to force yourself to eat that many cooked eggs. Once you mix them into Vince Garanda's special super shake, 
It's like you can just down them all day. 12 eggs per shake and then you just eat three, three of these a day. It's pretty good because you mix it with a, a good protein powder and some banana flavor. Uh, well, I mean, Vince said to throw a banana in the shake, but I just use some sugar-free bananas for moisture as well. Now, Tastes pretty good. Jake, when you talk about diets that are sustainable, uh, I never thought the all-meat diet was that sustainable for me personally because I couldn't picture myself just affording to buy that much meat. No eggs, McLean. Thinking eggs of are... ways to make make that much meat. Here's but the thing this about egg eggs, McLean. This egg diet fascinates me. The uh, thing about much eggs. Much to Caden's chagrin, I do only, basically only eat eggs anyway at this point. The thing about eggs, McLean, is that uh, <laughs> uh, I think the most you can buy are ones that I've seen. Walmart, Costco, you can get 60 of them in a box, and it's like 6 bucks. So yeah, you're eating for basically $3 a day. 36 eggs. And what I was saying was um, Hold on. bodybuilding. $60? It was, it was commonly known, you know, steak and eggs, eat a lot of meat, eat a lot of protein. Uh, then, you know, the 70s comes comes around, and the cholesterol scare, and we got to stop eating red meat because it's killing us, guys. And suddenly, there's this shift, and everyone just accepts now that the food you eat when you're bodybuilding is chicken and rice. Which, first of all, is the blandest thing. I just, I just get sick thinking about chicken and rice. Like, who wants to eat chicken and rice? Duh. I guess the idea Personally, is chicken. I do enjoy chicken. The, the thing is, though, that chicken is protein and is no fat. I think that's well. That that's why it became the advice. Because oh, cholesterol's bad. Fat is bad. Stop eating that. Eat this uh, chicken. Chicken is poverty meat, man. Chicken is use next to useless. <laughs> it's just terrible. Chicken and, and rice, because the idea is you need you need carbohydrate for energy. So you have the chicken and rice. Once you're deep into the egg diet you're it's basically it's keto so uh, after maybe a few weeks to a month you get fat adapted and you start being able to put on muscle very easily so it's like it doesn't you don't need carbohydrates knock it off um where was i going with that (laughs) well my point was yeah that uh the weird world of bodybuilding nutrition people got sidetracked because of the cholesterol scare and so you forgot about the wonders of the uh, the 36 eggs a day mild steroid diet. Anyway, I'm on my first shake of the day <laughs> today. I only got about two dozen in yesterday. You got to get three dozen a day. But, 60 no. eggs for $6. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like three bucks a day. I'm looking at Walmart right now. That is that is crazy. I mean, what Vince would always say, you got to get like the organic eggs because they have they have more nutrition in them. But you know, well, you sure. don't want to break the bank. You, See, the main thing you're looking for, because the main thing you want is that cholesterol. So this is why we need to raise chickens. Now, Caden's opposed to the idea of having chickens. Who is but this I'm, woman? I'm trying to. I was trying to tell her. I'm, with egg prices these days, but hmm. I mean, I just even don't with egg it. prices these days, it's still like the cheapest diet, man. Three bucks a day, thirty-six eggs, and then you eat, you eat meat if you're still hungry in between the in between the egg shakes. Exactly. You can't just drink all day. <laughs> if you, if you know you're tired of the eggs and you're you you're still hungry but you don't want to eat eggs, you just eat some more eggs, and then that should that should be good. <laughs> that should do ya. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was having trouble fitting eggs in until I started making Vince's uh, special super shake. <laughs> Which reminds me a lot of Coach Mondo's super shake. 
What was? What were the ingredients in Coach Mondo's Super Shake? We never specified, so I'm. We, well, we do know there was a lot of eggs, so I'm just gonna say that that uh, Vince stole his recipe from Mondo. That's my theory. Right from Coach Mondo. Yes, <laughs> Coach Mondo. We can only assume. Um, of course, for the uh, I think I forgot to say for the for the mild steroid effect to actually work, you have to actually be at the gym lifting weights. <laughs> but I think that's probably my biggest my biggest issue is consistently being in the gym. But even if you're not in the gym, uh, you, you still should be able to lose fat like crazy. And you should still be packing on muscle with that much protein. Yeah, yeah sure. Because one egg has six grams of protein, and if you're eating 36 of those a day... Yeah, hey, brother. Hang on, I can't do that math. Let me pull out my calculator. 36 times 6. That's 216 grams of protein per day, which is much more than the now, uh, recommended less. amount. You do absorb you do absorb less of the protein when it's raw, but when you cook the eggs, you absorb less of the cholesterol. And what you really want here is the cholesterol. So, uh, err on the side of less protein and just eat some meat in between eggs, I would say. Hmm. That's just my, that's just my postulation, my theory. But either way. Think of how much money you'd save. Um, now, granted, I, I think the, the big issue here in terms of being able to do this diet long term is um, eating 36 eggs a day. I think the problem here might be the fact that you're eating 36 eggs a day. The key is to turn them into a delicious super shake, McLean. <laughs> you look forward to the super shake three times a day. Come on, if Arnold Schwarzenegger could do it, so could... Oh, by the way, did you see that thing? I guess it was a couple years ago now where they were trying to get... Was he in... I think it was the Game Changers, where they went up to Arnold, because he's like old now, and he's not nearly as big as he used to be, obviously, because he's not probably not taking the steroids anymore. Um, but they went up to Arnold, who was famous for doing the 36 eggs a day, you know, pounding the eggs back in the day. And uh, they're like, hey, he's kind of vegan now. <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> He was so yeah, pathetic. Yeah. It was so sad. Because our and I don't think he's even doing it anymore. But like at the time, he was eating a bunch of vegetables. He was like, "Oh yeah, let me show you around my fridge. Here are my vegetables. Ah, uh, I do here's still my, like steak." Here's my but- one fridge dedicated to only eggs. It's full from top to bottom with eggs. <laughs> no, but it was just it was just sad, man. <laughs> Looking at a guy who's revered as a legend of meat eating and and bodybuilding. There's a like, lot of things about my broccoli. That's sad. What? There's a lot of things about Arnold Schwarzenegger that's sad. That's true, but I think that just, that in particular was just kind of pathetic to me. I don't know. Here is my lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Here, a carrot. Which I realized yesterday that if you were on the 36 eggs a day diet, you could still claim to be a vegetarian, technically, if that you weren't true. eating meat. <laughs> you, you, could, could, you could join you could the vegetarians. Milk, hey, eggs, I'm- cheese. I'm in your club, guys. Vegetarian. I I never touch plants, but I am still a vegetarian. Meat? Are you insane? No, no. I only eat eggs, cheese, and uh, raw milk. Wouldn't touch a plant if you paid me that. Now, Vince Garanda recommended raw half and half or cream. Oh, yeah. But uh, good luck finding that. That's fair. I just used the Carbmaster milk for my shake. It's not as thick, but it's okay. We just as well. Anyway, McLean, moving on from Vince, uh, r- revere the legend that he was. Do you remember an article we read on Westbrook a couple uh, couple episodes ago? 
about a, uh, a woman who was so, so horribly persecuted by the uh, poor victim she was crushing to death who got a different seat on the let's airplane. Let's see, let's see. Do I remember that? Do I remember that? No, I feel like... Nah, Jake, I feel like I would remember a whale going onto a plane and then them being... Them being shamed by everyone on the plane. Fat, 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 fat. As she, as she started, started crying, and then they all beat her up and pushed her off the plane mid-flight. I feel like I would have remembered that. <laughs> the persecution. Oh wait, are you talking about the story where the fatty came in and almost killed that old man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that I remember. And he he committed a, a horrible act of violence against her by. Asking for a different seat. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to someone with the broken leg. I wouldn't do that to someone with the walker. She read the book, McLean. I wouldn't do that to. She uh, she used to blog. She used to be anonymous, and she would blog as uh, her username was your fat friend. But that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah, I think. Now, okay, first of all, this book is m a much better presentation than Reagan Chastain's was. Hers was a copy-paste Amazon document. It was terrible. This one looks like an actual book. Now, it's called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. And I'm guessing the thing we don't talk about is the fact that you should lose weight. That's what we should talk about. <laughs> but we're not, mm -hmm. because that offends you. Um, there's a quote on the front cover. Uh, <clears throat> Timely, elegant, and searing. Required reading for absolutely everyone. Roxanne Gay, author of Bad Fem Roxanne Gay, author of Bad Feminist. So Roxanne says we have to, McLean. So uh, well, you know, I have stuff. been looking to bolster my summer reading list. I uh, haven't really gotten a, a good start on it yet. So this will this will be the thing to kickstart me into the joys of reading. <laughs> Oh, oh, Linda Bacon gave a quote on the back cover, The Health at Every Size Fraudulent Doctor, uh, but this was this was post-transition, so she goes by Lynn Doe here, which is just the laziest, I was Linda Bacon, then I realized I was actually a dude, so now I'm Lynn Doe Bacon, <laughs> come on, you couldn't, you couldn't come up with something better than that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get a new gendered name, at least make it an actual name instead of Lindo. Lindo. It's my buddy Lindo. Just one of the boys here. Everybody Lindo. It's my boy Lindo. Hey, just my sister Lindo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> introduction. I have... Oh, hold on. I got to do her voice again. What was Aubrey's voice? I have always been fat. Not chubby or fluffy or busky. Busky? <laughs> or curvy. Fat. That's an H, but it looks a lot like a B. As I write this, I weigh 342 pounds. Jake, I don't think I heard you right. <laughs> <laughs> my BMI describes my body as super morbidly obese or extremely obese. Although my body is not the fattest in existence, it is the fattest the BMI can fathom. Three years ago, I weighed just over 400 pounds and wore a size 30 or 32. Okay, well, um... Hmm. <laughs> so wait a minute, so if she's 342 pounds now, and three years ago she was 400 pounds, 
That means that she actually somehow, I don't know how, could, could, she could have just laid off at McDonald's for a couple of days or something, but she did actually lose some weight. Oh, that's, nice. That's interesting. I was told that was impossible. I, hmm. Anyway. For me, the size of my body is a simple fact. I do not struggle with self-esteem or negative body image. Lady. The, si the fact of my body. My body is a fact. You cannot say, I don't struggle with self-esteem or body image in one breath, and then dedicate your life to blogging about fatness in another breath. Something tells me, if you had a positive body image, you wouldn't feel the need to beg for strangers online to accept your body. I don't think you'd be doing that. I think you'd just be out living your fat life. I don't know, just a, just a thought. I, hmm... Friends, family, strangers, and co-workers alike offer unsolicited diet advice and recommend bariatric surgeons. Look, if she didn't, if she actually, if she actually didn't think there was a single problem with her body, and she was totally confident and, 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 felt, and felt amazing about being fat, why, why did she like break down and sob when that guy got a different seat on the airplane? Why did that offend her? Why did she feel bad about it? Shouldn't she have realized? Well, it's just a basic fact. My body was too big and he needed a different seat. Oh, well, life goes on. But no, that, that, that broke. You sobbed. You cried like a child because deep down, you I don't know, care what other people something. think about my body. Now, here is a blog post detailing that one time an old man got crushed by my large doughy form and had to <laughs> run. Run for help. She says something in one breath, but in between the lines, you can tell she's... All these... You know, Nobody... Jake... Jake, as a man, I don't care about my... My size down there, you know what I'm saying? I'm not insecure about that at all. Now, would you like to join my, uh... My blog, uh, my, uh... My podcast group, where we talk about our... Uh, we're talking about how that's actually good. Actually, <laughs> actually, women prefer that. Actually, you know what? Actually, that's a good thing. Why don't you believe me? I think you made this comparison before, but it is very similar to um, the the trans individuals that are so secure in their gender and sexuality that any any contrary uh, belief, attitude, or idea to that sends them spiraling out of control. Well, yeah, that's because the whole world, their whole self-perception is built on the complete house of cards. Because deep down, that little voice in the back of their head, they know. They know that they've done something to themselves that is irreversible and that they've, they've screwed up their life. They don't want to, they don't want to face that. And so, like, even the slightest, even the slightest, like, if, if the entire world is at 100% of the time, like kissing your feet, one, one guy say the emperor has no clothes brings that house of cards down. I pray I don't ever need an MRI or a CAT scan, not because of the complex health troubles, but because I likely will not fit, fit into the equipment. Yeah. Something might yeah. be wrong here. Strangers tell me, both online and in person, that my body is a death sentence, and that every bite I take is a step toward a slow suicide. I wonder why they say that, huh? Let me think about that for a while. When I drive, disembodied shouts often echo from passing cars. 
Get out and try walking for a change. No. no. These days, I, I mostly leave my windows rolled up. <laughs> so you can sweat to death in the in the summer heat. <laughs> As your back fat sticks to the vinyl upholstery. Ugh. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I'm gonna go on the record and say that I don't think that actually happened. I don't think people right, shout at you from inside your car. Alright, McLean. Uh, pretend, as I read this sentence, pretend that I'm like a, a leprosy victim, like my skin is falling off, like my face is melting, I have this skin disease, and I just look like a like a zombie. Just pretend that I'm like okay. a just pretend I have that condition with my Wasn't diabetes. wasn't that hard to hard to pretend, no offense. Alright. <laughs> Bodies like mine are seen by others as an open invitation to express disgust, fear, and insidious concern. No, because see, like, I don't think, like, a burn victim or, or someone suffering from a condition like that, I don't think they would, they would say that. I don't think, I don't think they would do that. Take that attitude. When people come to you and say, "Hey, uh, you're you're super morbidly obese," that might be bad. Why are you saying that? Why, why would you ever say that to me? What what, what is that? <laughs> Something's wrong with you, lady. I don't know, man. There is a minefield of abuse reserved for the very fat. Maybe you should just wait there. <laughs> that is that is a poetic, uh, poetic sort of uh, statement right there. A minefield of abuse preserved for the very fat. As a white queer woman, describing the challenges I face from misogyny and homophobia is difficult. <laughs> they are all, every single one of these fat people also call themselves gay and I, I seriously do think it is is because they've already checked out of a normalcy in the first place and so they're they're seeking a group to belong to that will not judge them for anything anything and hey look the gays the gays will take me I'll just uh, I, I, I once thought Jennifer Aniston looked kind of pretty so I guess technically I'm queer guys yay it's ah, it's mm bothers me deeply um but that's nothing compared to the abuse i faced as a fat person i'm frequently met with a refusal to believe it oh did you do something to aggravate them maybe they were helping maybe they were concerned for your health and i think lady 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 i think when people say that it's because they recognize that your fatness is your own fault i think it's because they recognize you're telling here. lies <laughs> That too, but I think that's the difference here. Like when you told us that story about you on the airplane with the old man, I was still on his side. Even even if everything you said was true, I was still on his side. Oh boy. In recent years, a growing number of fat memoirs have joined the fold, but this book is... <laughs> what would a fat memoir be like? Fat memoirs? This is only 200 pages. It's not... Uh, Tuesday, April 14th, 2002... Eight at Taco Bell. Wednesday, April 15th, 2002. <laughs> Eight at Taco Bell again. Not exactly the most riveting reading out there. 
This isn't a memoir of fat pain that will offer thin people comfort that they're not that fat. It isn't another entry in the canon of books about the perils of being fat. It's not a weight loss book. This book will not reassure you that at least she's trying to lose weight. It is not rooted in the near ubiquitous cultural dogma that fat people are duty bound to become thin before being. So this book is basically you saying, "Look, I gave up on life, and if you think that's bad, then you're mean." That's what this book is. Is <laughs> I gave up on life. Deal with it. <laughs> Please stop criticizing my life choices. It makes me feel bad, but also I have a lot of self-esteem, guys. I promise I do. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Now, please do not challenge that idea in any way, shape, or form. I will be reduced to a puddle of tears on the floor if you say even one word in, in, in even the slightest skepticism. But other than that, my self-esteem is great. Oh, she, a fat justice glossary. She defines the word fat, you know, you gotta, you gotta reclaim the word fat, you gotta take it back, it's a, it's a self-descriptor now. And then you get, you know, small fat, 1x through 2x, mid fat, 2x through 3x, super fat, 4x to 5x, and infinite fat, 6x and higher. These gradations are frequently used within fat spaces to help pinpoint the privileges we experience by virtue of our relative pro- Isn't it weird that you're fat? You're queer, and you're also a Marxist. Why, why have these three things come together like this? I can't even... I, I can't I can't explain it, McLean. I just can't. I have no idea why this could be happening. Healthism. So I guess healthism is is the racism of, uh, of the fat community. It's like, uh, yeah, oh, oh, you want me to lose weight? That's healthism. You think I'll be healthier if I lose weight? And again, just like with... Just like with all these people, just like with Reagan, they get it backwards. No, it's not the fact that you lost weight that made you healthy. It's the thing you did to lose weight that made you healthy. A.K.A. you stopped eating garbage. Which no. also made you lose weight. Crazy how that works. Uh, guide to plus-size clothing, extended plus-size clothing, straight-size clothing, obese and overweight. Okay, I don't really care. Diet culture, we all know this. Chapter 1. Into thin air. Oh yeah. So she took that. So she took that post we, we read about uh, sitting next to the guy on the airplane, and uh, she she rewrote the first paragraph. Remember how that started with uh, a letter to the woman in seat 17C. I met your eyes. I was hoping I'd sit next to you, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah. See, I don't understand that because the letter was addressed to that woman. Uh, it was, it's an artistic choice, McLean. It was the woman that she's that she briefly made eye contact with for like half a second, and then she wrote an entire letter detailing every horror of her life. If I did that, I'd be called a creep. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So she she copy pasted that, but just stripped that first paragraph out of it. So it's it's the exact same thing. It's just a copy paste. Marissa, so you'll have more room, yeah. Don't cry, you can't cry. <laughs> Don't I know cry, I said, you can't cry. That's what makes this terrible. You know, I wouldn't do that to someone with a walker or a pregnant <laughs> lady. Anyway, uh, she follows that up with, The world around me rejects my body as if it were an organ transplant. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
That metaphor doesn't make any sense, lady. It rejects my body like it was an organ transplant? What does that even mean? What are you trying to say? First oh off, God. not all organ transplants are rejected. Second off, huh? The physical world isn't built for bodies like mine, even as our numbers are growing. 40% of adults You're right, it's not built for bodies like yours. 40% of adults in the U.S. have BMIs that are obese compared to 34% 10 years ago. Hey, yeah, that's weird. People are getting fatter. Now, this can't just be like... Hmm, that's very strange that, that people weren't as fat. And now, for some strange reason, they're getting fatter over time. It's almost like we're doing something that is making us fat. Something that's preventable. Sorry, I was using my brain too much there. I gotta... I'm not listening Easy. to her lived experience. I... Oh, gosh. I'm a bigot. I'm sorry. I, sh I shouldn't have done that. I... And yet, our physical environments cater to thinner bodies, seemingly in aspiration, while the reality of our bodies is intently ignored. Too much furniture is flimsy. Too much furniture is flimsy? Rewrite that. Leaving me uncertain about what will bear me and what will leave me chagrined on a pile of splintered wood. Okay, I, w I really want to see the numbers. How many chairs have you broken through your life, lady? How many? I want I want the raw data. I want video footage. Theater seating with its rigid backs and metal arms digs into my sides, leaving bruises in my soft flesh. You could lose weight. <laughs> leaving bruises in my soft flesh. Healthcare you know, most equipment. people don't have those those parts digging into them. Wherever I go, the message is clear. My body is too much for this world yes. to bear. Yes. There's too much of me for you. <laughs> My body is too much for this world. To... Uh, uh, imagine, all right. Imagine you decide one day to uh, to grow like a giant like afro or something like grow your hair out like really big and poofy like cartoonishly large and then you get super offended when you can't find hats that fit you the world isn't built to bear my hair just imagine bear my hair bear, bear my, my hair. hair bear my hair how dare you this is bigoted yeah. The world's not until some recent unexpected weight loss i was unable to buy okay so so she hints at it here she hints at some unexpected quote-unquote weight loss you know what i think happened i will bet i'll bet that she she like was told by her dad she I, I bet she actually did try to lose some weight <laughs> i think that actually happened but she can't admit that of course because it would destroy the facade she didn't expect to lose weight because all diets don't work yeah and so once yeah. you start losing weight she had to cut that right out yeah. Well, it's a funny thing where, like, when you're when you're super fat, when you're like over, way over, like, it's very easy to lose pounds, weight. Yeah, you drop weight very quickly at first because the body just burns through it super fast. Um, so yeah, she probably she probably did something for a bit there. 
Strangers sometimes feel moved to shout at bodies like mine, proclaiming my shameful fatness or issuing directives about what to eat and how to move or how my fatness will hasten my death. It's almost like they're telling you true things and 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 you and you get mad at them. I understand, etc., etc. She's just okay again. The rest of this is about planes. I don't care. <laughs> what is wrong with you? She is so obsessed with the airplanes. I don't get it. Why is she so obsessed with the airplanes? Oh, okay. Here's a here's a little here's a little story. Our fears aren't unfounded. For many fat people, they're born out and lived experience. In 2017, Natalie Hage, a plus-size model and influencer, caught an American Airlines flight uh, from Dallas to Los Angeles. She unexpectedly found herself in the middle seat on the three-hour flight. Within seconds, her seatmate appeared. To, her seatmate appeared to be photographing her surreptitiously when Hayes looked at his phone she saw a text exchange between the seatmate and a friend friend hopefully she didn't have any Mexican food seatmate I think she ate a Mexican if the news reports a, if, if the news reports a DFW Airbus A321 leaving the runway without rotating that would be my flight Okay, so first of all, yeah, taking a picture of a stranger, you know, be a little more discreet about that if you're going to do that. <laughs> Second of all, you're the one, like, sneaking over to read his text messages, lady. Don't eavesdrop. You'll never hear anything good about yourself. Hage waited. Now, McLean, what would you do in this situation? If someone was making fun of you in a text message and you were sneaking over to read the phone, what would you do in this situation? Uh, maybe give, like, a <clears throat> sort of. Uh, but more than likely, I wouldn't do anything. She waited until the end of the flight to confront the man about his behavior. He denied it until she produced photographs of his text exchange. Speaking of text exchanges... <laughs> that was the alarm I set for Westbrook. <laughs> ah, the Westbrook's alarm. Okay, so now she, I think, uh, just committed some type of invasion of privacy or crime here. So, uh, I don't know exactly the specifics about the law, but, uh... He takes a picture of her, and then she takes a picture of his text messages so she could confront him. (laughs) Okay. We're we're in, like, a a double, double indemnity sort of thing. I don't know. The man finally apologized only after an extended videotaped confrontation. <laughs> oh, you're going to be TikTok famous, buddy. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I'm recording you. Huh? <laughs> what are those people? Just whipping your camera out at any random white person? Hey, Karen, was it, was, what was that racist thing you just said? Say it louder so they can hear you on TikTok. <laughs> nice. Got him. Get out. Uh, she got him. Oh, I hate it. You're about to be TikTok famous, buddy. <laughs> when will fat people be asked suddenly and without warning to pay for an additional seat or be escorted off the plane, watched by all the past? Actually, you know what? Not Honestly, soon enough, I say. Yeah, exactly. If we if we had some, 
more social shame. This is the problem, is you don't face it. You're complaining in this book about people will yell at me to walk instead of grunt. The problem is this world has become way too accommodating of you. If you lived in a society that didn't tolerate this at all, you'd lose weight. You'd have to lose weight. But no, no, well, no, we can't hurt your feelings now. And so we just allow you to balloon up to 400 pounds. This is sick, man. This is sick. In 2016, passenger Errol Narvaez was traveling home after a weekend in Las Vegas when his seat disappeared. United Airlines have moved his reserved aisle seat to a center seat. Yeah, so it's almost like United Airlines thought you were a normal person who wasn't the size of an elephant and could actually <laughs> sit in the center seat. You know, <laughs> crazy thought, right? Certainly, I, I, this, as far as this aware, random person that booked a, a ticket has to be normally human-sized, correct? Oh, I, goodness! Carry me! I, I, oh, wow, that is, uh... They move people around on planes all the time because they gotta they gotta account for like the weight of the plane because it has to be evenly distributed. Flights get so bumped, uh, flights get cancelled, uh, people's tickets, you know, overbooked, all that. It's the way it works, you know? It sucks, but sometimes you just gotta deal with it. And as far as I'm aware, there's not an option when you go out to book your ticket online. There's not a I'm fat button you click, so you make sure you can get that. I am incredibly obese. There is an option to purchase a, a bigger seat. So I'm not thinking about they removed his reserved aisle seat to the center seat, less than ideal for a fat person. When his seatmate complained, Arrow was escorted off the plane, past 36 rows of watchful faces. Hey, it's almost like you should probably lose some weight so this kind of thing doesn't happen. If only My this idea. was well within your control. Hey, I did something to myself, and then it had consequences, and this is society's fault. This says a lot about our society. I'll be right back, McLean. I gotta go refill my super shake. Oh no, he's gonna eat another 36 eggs. You ain't had a shake till you had a super shake. Jake is, uh, preparing another 30, 36 eggs. Sorry, another dozen eggs. Yeah, you can only, you can only drink 12 at a time. Come on. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. You drink 12 in the morning, 12 at noon, and 12 in the evening. 12, 12, and 12. Now, the, the concept fascinates me. I don't feel like I'd be able to do it without being ostracized by family and friends. You well, nodded the, like... It's the egg all, guy! United, like nearly all major airlines, has a policy that allows them to eject fat passengers from their flights while the entire plane watches. A hey, that, now, that is, now that is good. Nothing would make my... My travel experience better than being able to watch fat people be ejected. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Like, I think there's a... People on TikTok were mad a, a week ago, I heard. I don't go on TikTok, so I just hear these things. Jake's a hand. huge fan. No, but people were really mad. There was a story about a woman. She was trying to get on a... Uh, uh, it was a very small plane. Um, it was like a local flight. It was a very tiny plane. And uh, she was telling the, the guy up front, she was, he was like, uh, how much do you weigh? And she was like, oh, I weigh 130. And she was clearly like well over 200. <laughs> and the guy was like, really? And she's like, yes, really. So he made her stand on the baggage scale to get her weight. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, those planes, those tiny planes, like you have to know down to this the This is why honesty is the best policy. 
Exactly. Uh, you have to know down to the pound how much weight you're carrying because the plane actually needs to get up in the sky and you need to know how much gas you need. You need to be able to not die is the very crucial part. And, and I think that's why, that's probably why the fat people and especially Aubrey get so caught up on the plane thing. It's because like, yeah, it's pretty important that we know It's like riding a horse. Weigh. It's uh, not really, it's not negotiable. Vilma Soldas paid an even higher price. Her and her husband flew from their home in 2012 to Hungary without challenges. <laughs> they flew to Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Vilma faced some significant health complications while she was abroad, and the doctor ordered her to go back to New York. So they purchased new tickets home, and when they boarded their return flight, they found their assigned seats had physically broken beforehand. What? Mm. What does that even mean? Their assigned seats are physically broken? I don't understand. Like the seats were broken? The couple were escorted off the flight and left to wait in the airport for five hours before being told to find a car, drive five more hours, and board a Delta flight home. When the couple boarded the second flight a nation away, they were once again removed because of her size and use of a wheelchair. Finally, they returned to Hungary once more for a different flight. Hey, Europe is not built... Europe's not built for that. Even in the midst of a health crisis, not one airline accommodated Vilma and Janos. Is... Do you think that's their job? Do, do you honestly think that, that it's, it's the job of companies to accommodate you? Were they supposed that's to just, like, kick off, works. like, some other innocent passengers and just to put you put you guys on? I don't... That, that's not how any of this works. Ah, okay... First of all, all the story she gives only makes me side with the with the bad people in the story. Second of all, second of all, they have this weird view of like companies and businesses and stores and planes that like is somehow their job to like accommodate people and make them feel good. No, this is a business transaction. They're offering you a service and you can choose to either pay for that service or not. It is not their job. It's not their job to accommodate. That's doesn't. I don't. It's, it's the communist mindset, man. It is well, it also goes back mindset. to uh, the whole like we were just saying about planes having to have a certain weight. Not really a lot of not really a lot of negotiation room there for uh, a lot of these situations. Anyway, the point of the story is that Vilma eventually died because she couldn't get the plane back home. Hey, maybe if she wasn't so fat. That might not have happened. You uh, you see that other clip that went viral recently of the uh, of a lady whose baby stroller started rolling into traffic, and she was oh, not yeah. able to get it because she was she was too, too large. Fat and she like tripped over herself and fell. And down so and fortunately, some died. some rather fit looking man was able to run up and, and grab the grab the mm-hmm. stroller just before it entered traffic. No, this woman was four hundred yeah. seven pounds. Four hundred and four hundred pounds. There's consequences, unfortunately, and this is one of the reasons why it is very important to be healthy and at not even healthy, at the very least, maintain a, a quote-unquote realistic weight, a reasonable weight. You can be fat, you can be overweight, but if you're 400 pounds, you're, you're asking for something to go wrong. You've done this to yourself. You 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 threw a bunch of kindling into a fireplace, and now you're just holding a match over it, and you're waiting for something to happen to drop that match on the kindling. Like you you built you built the problem, and you're just waiting for something to set it off at that point. What do you think? Do you think your health problem might have been weight related? 
impossible, McLean. That is absolutely impossible. What would you say to a thin person if they had that problem, McLean? Well, they probably would have been able to get on. They would have been able to get on the plane. So I guess it wouldn't have really. <laughs> it wouldn't have come up. All right, in 2015, I feel like that is what, what we call is. a cautionary tale, my friend. I, I feel like I should. I should know what this is. This thing she's about to reference, but I. I, I doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell. In 2015, Nicole Arbor briefly became a household name. The comedian made a video called Dear Fat People. In it, she let loose with a frustrated rant about fat people at an airport. As I get to the front of the line, a family comes to the front and gets to butt... gets to butt me. Fattest, most obese, I'm talking TLC special fat. They got to go in front of the line because they were complaining that their knees hurt too much to stand in it. Oh, I just came an hour early like I was supposed to, but you overeat. Let me help you. <laughs> and they complain, and they smell like sausages. And I don't even think they ate sausages. That's just their aroma. And they're so fat, they're, 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 stand, they're standing sweat fat. Crisco was coming out of their pores like Play-Doh Fun Factories. <laughs> Hi, I'm sitting in the aisle and then a stewardess walks up to me. Hi, ma'am, I hate to ask, but we got a disabled passenger. Can you switch seats? And I said, oh, of course, because I'm not an a-hole. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, look, it's the fat family. <laughs> and Jabba the Sun sits right beside me. I just lost my ass. His fat was in my lap. I took the handle, I squished it down, and I said, my seat, your seat. I actually took his fat and I pushed it into his seat and I held it. <laughs> he was fine. He was just fat. Make better choices. Anyway, yes, once again, plane. people are not going to like you if you inconvenience them through your choices. This is a blatant act of fat phobia, McLean. It is. In its tense, in tense appearance on The View. Hey, if you want, if you want to speak to a to a panel of very reasonable, very rational, level-headed, uh, some uh, of the greatest uh, minds of our time. Some of the greatest philosophers of our time. The view. That's where you go. <laughs> that's where you go. She defended the video as comedy. It was made to offend A people. tense appearance like on the view. <laughs> it was just satire. It was just being silly. I was just having a bit of fun. That's all we did. And and the view co-host, Joy Behar, called her out. You sure to hide behind the it's not healthy thing. And that's bull and you know it. Wait, you... Uh, huh? Has Joy Behar ever... It's like... I think Joy Behar was crafted in a lab to be, like, the dumbest woman alive. Only I make mean, bad I takes. I think she was crafted to only give bad takes. Is she the one that, that, that said Mexicans clean Donald Trump's toilet? Is that the one? I, I don't remember. She's the one with the most... She's the most annoying... Well, Whoopi's pretty annoying, but she has, like, maybe the second most annoying voice. On I the think TV. they're all the same. Sounds like she talks like this. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know... I think the only the only good view episode was the one where Nolan McDonald <laughs> came in and accused Bill Clinton of murder. I he killed the guy. The murder out of the White House. <laughs> yeah, he, he killed the guy. He didn't know that. I thought it was a matter of record. I <laughs> uh, hey, killed the guy. Uh, I've, the view would have been must-watch TV if just like every episode they have Norm on along with every the entire cast. Everything's the same except they had Norm Macdonald on it. Oh no! They they talk about a uh, a YouTube video made by the Young Turks that was talking about bad people. Oh. That's friendly fire, man. That's Wait, the Young fire. Turks went after the fat people? 
Oh, they did. Uh, uh, they probably wouldn't do it now, but you mean they have a modicum of sanity? Well, this would have been like 2013. Okay, they hadn't uh, okay, fully yeah. devolved yet. Um, this was before Trump, Young Turks. Yeah. <laughs> BT before Trump. Um, uh, I mean, look," said Anna Kasparian. "I think it's discrimination when it's something the person can't help. We're facing a huge obesity epidemic, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. It was surreal watching this unfold. The litigation of my body, a voiceless inconvenience. The and litigation of my body. <laughs> they, are... oh, guys, greeting fat people. Blah 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 blah. Fat people. Blah, blah, blah. You are in the control of your weight. It has nothing to do with dieting, etc., etc. You can't intentional weight loss. It's all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff. I'm here for the anecdotes. Okay, here we go. I, I tell a friend about the man on my flight. The way he looked at me. The way... This guy! Like, this, this, like... Five minute, like, oh, I'm gonna get a different seat. Like, this is... She says she has great self-esteem and she feels so amazing about herself. Like, <laughs> this still eats away at, I guarantee you, all these many years later, she still thinks, she lies in bed, her eyes wide open, staring at the ceiling, and that man's face, the, I wouldn't do that to a disabled person, echoes in her head every single night, like, like, non-flashbacks, it's just, it's just constantly. <laughs> no. No. I wouldn't do no, that to someone that wasn't a big fat fatty. I tell a friend about him. The way that he looked at me. The, the way that he treated me. <laughs> his his naked revulsion looked. at my body. At having to be near me. I'll never forget. I'll never forget what he said to me. Please, 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 just let me go. I'll get off the plane. Just please. All because I'm fat, I say. No, my friend cut in. You're not fat. You're, you're beautiful. So, so she's like, oh no, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna provoke another crying scene. No, no, you're not, you're beautiful, you're not fat, please don't cry, what? please don't cry. You can be fat and beautiful. I tell her the rest of the story. She asks why I bought a middle seat. I tell her I didn't. She asks why I provoked him. I tell her I didn't. She tells me she finds it hard to believe. Yeah, you made up the last yeah. part, maybe that's why. Um... I tell her it's true. Okay, so she's talking with this friend for like five minutes. No, no, he was persecuting me. He was the definition of evil. He was afraid of my body. And the friend finally goes, well, I, I guess if you hate it that much, you should just, just lose weight. Oh! oh it's, like it's, hap it's like it's happening all over again. No! <laughs> I'm back. I'm back in the war. Oh, I hear the bombs going off. I I Oh no, a sane take! Jump for cover! This is my life as a fat person. I am expected to absorb the discomfort and bias against my body. What, what, what do you want everyone else to absorb your body? No, no thank you, buddy. No, no, I'm good. I don't want to absorb your all 400 pounds of that. Please back off. 
I'm expected to absorb the bias. Should my, yeah, because society is trying to tell you to lose weight, and you don't want to. So all you all you get is the message. You never respond to it. So you just keep getting the message over and over, and you're like just so blunted to it at this point. I'm absorbing the bias. If I question why my body is a problem, it's my responsibility to keep quiet. No, you can question that because the answer is uh, you're fat, and you should lose weight. Should these problems become untenable for me, it's my responsibility to lose weight. The decent thing is to transform my body for the sake of those around me. Claim responsibility is oppressive. The most basic responsibility mm. for my own life is oppression. It's the capitalist, heteronormative, patriarchal system oppressing me again. Again. Evil. My body is my original sin. Every road leads back to the penance I must do for the body I've always had. The logic is, you made me do this. I wouldn't hurt you if you didn't make me. Nobody's hurting he, you, you psycho. He didn't you do anything. psycho. And he didn't say that. He didn't say that because it wouldn't have made any sense for him to have said that. This woman is so far gone. They're hurting me. They told me I should take the most basic responsibility for my own life. Why are you hitting me? Why are you hitting me? Stop hitting me. <laughs> uh, I just, I have no patience for this attitude. Jake, it's about time you start affirming the fact of my alcoholism. Okay? Alright, I was in fourth grade, sitting in a doctor's office. All these people saying I shouldn't drink and drive? Why are you, why can't you just, why, why does it have to be so you, difficult you, for alcoholics to travel? Whenever I grab a beer and hop in the, in the driver's seat, I get dirty looks. Why are you hurting me? Stop hurting me! Why can't you just accept my alcoholic body? Alright. I was in fourth grade in the doctor's office when I found out I was overweight. It's probably from eating junk food. It tastes good, huh? But it makes your body fat, said the doctor. I was confused. Dinners at home were fish, chicken, or rice and vegetables. Breakfast was cottage cheese and cantaloupe or whole wheat toast topped with ricotta cheese and jam. I was the child of a Weight Watchers mother. Hey, I think I found the problem. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Watching too much Oprah. Well, I know. I know. I, I eat healthy, and the diet is like 90% carbohydrates. I know that she didn't list eggs or beef in that list. It, Where are your uh, 36 eggs? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody on the 36 eggs once, a day diet once you get is 12, going, I don't understand why Once you get so 12, fat. 24 eggs deep, it's kind of hard to fit in carbs. That's that's really the, the key of the diet, is that after you eat 36 eggs in one day... You don't really want to eat, like, ever again. Anyway, the doctor tells you she's overweight, and this, like, really embarrasses her, and, 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 and she, she doesn't... Wait Why can't the dentist affirm my cavities? More and more foods I was told were off-limits. Many of these foods, blah, 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 interventions... Uh-huh. Talks about fat camps. It doesn't say anywhere that she actually tried to lose weight, interestingly enough. Um, <laughs> Fascinating. That's funny. 
all she does is talk about being taught in school about eating healthy and how this is somehow like you're moralizing food. Oh, you're making kids feel bad. Oh no. No. They said we should eat salad, shouldn't eat a gallon of ice cream. It is bad to be 700 pounds. You're moralizing food! Mm-hmm. Between moralizing food and dying because <laughs> your plane it, goes it. down in the middle of the Pacific Ocean this because of your weight, right I'll risk all air on the side of moralizing food. This right here is revisionist history. This right here. She is reading this back into her memories right here. Okay, so she's sitting in the class hearing about what bad food, about what unhealthy food is. I searched the other children's faces, looking carefully for sparks of shame. One child looked down. Another one was blinking back tears. None of us spoke. <laughs> All right. Projection much? <laughs> The, the teacher gets up and says, Hey kids, eating fast food every day is bad. And the whole class, oh, 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 Why? Why would you say that to me? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey, you deluded narcissistic psychopath. Yeah, she goes on about, like, health class in middle school and how it's like, hey, you shouldn't be fat. And this was, like, some kind of, like, like, this woman is so sensitive. She is, you know, women are, women are usually more sensitive, but this woman is, like, on the extreme end of that. Like, even the She's got a big thing. heart, Jake. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> she, really she big. Feels. Like, it's about to fail is so big. That horse about to give out! Ah, <laughs> oh, man. She does say, oh yeah, people said eggs were bad and now they're good. People said fat was bad and now it's good. It's like, yeah, yeah, you got bad advice. Like, I'm not gonna blame you for getting bad advice. But like, this weird oversensitive, like, they said being fat was bad and that was an attack on me. They hate me! Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, again, talking about the evil of Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign. Mm-hmm. Right, Michelle Obama, that, uh... All right, here we go. The war in childhood obesity, McLean, is actually a... It's, why are we fighting a war against our children? What? They all doggedly pursued one question. How do we get rid of fat kids? You psycho. Are you that that's dumb? Not, are you, <laughs> that's not... Are you that... That's you, not... You, you cannot actually think... You. There is no possible way that they actually think these things. Like, it's impossible. Like, hey, we should get rid of obesity. You want to kill obese people? You know well, little Timmy, looks like your BMI hit 40 today. Time to take you out to the shed and put you down. Like, they can't actually think that, right? No, but it's a, I, I guess clever is not the right word, but it's a, a neat way of, of panicking. It's a little verbal move to justify your inaction. Your You're trying to kill kids, so I have to be fat, okay? Yeah, she talks about going, actually, no, okay, sure, she does talk about going on Weight Watchers as a kid. Yeah, no wonder you're fat. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, she went low carb. I lost a moderate amount of weight before gaining it back. Hey, 
You probably should have stuck to it. Wait a minute, you're telling me that you lost weight doing low carb. And then hmm. when you went back to... I was told oh, diets do not work. I was long... So hold on, let me read this actually. Uh, all the while, I was longing for a cool, sweet cup of strawberry yogurt. I lost a moderate amount of weight, but I gained it back. Maybe it's because it went bad to eating that uh, sugar-packed strawberry yogurt. Just a thought! You know, it could be because you stopped doing the diet. It's not, it's not the fact that the diet didn't work, it's the fact that you stopped doing the diet. Because the diet did work! You just told me that the diet worked, mm, and then you stopped no, doing it. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> Diets don't work. I went on diets and I'm still fat. Yes, I did stop the diet and then go back to Taco Bell. I don't, I don't understand how that factors into what I just said at all. Why yeah, diets don't really up? work because I lost a bunch of weight and then I started eating Taco Bell. We call that the McLean paradox. <laughs> wait, 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 hey! McLean, let's let's be honest now. When was your last Taco Bell visit? I don't want to say. Was it today, McLean? It was not. Was it last night, McLean? It was not. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm gonna skip it was the night the, before uh... last night. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Alright, lovely. Um, I'm gonna skim over the... Oh, it's healthism, ableism, racism. Yeah, I'm gonna skip over the stuff we already know about. The uh, obesity is racism and BMI is racist and all that stuff. I'm gonna skip over that. Yeah, everyone already knows that. That's just common knowledge that's well, a McLean, given we almost we almost defeated fat phobia McLean. we almost defeated it on twitter one day it almost happened all right uh, Weight Watchers announced that it was going to offer free membership for teens or something. And so on Twitter, the response came with a hashtag. Hashtag Wake Up Weight Watchers. The National Eating Disorders Association tweeted, The link between dieting and eating disorders is clear. And we're concerned about the new Weight Watchers promotion. Our voices are being heard. Despite this moment of hope, Weight Watchers' Twitter response offered a simple acknowledgement of the controversy, but no change to the program it introduced. We almost did it, McClellan. We almost took them down. Next time. Next time. How is Weight Watchers still in business, man? Like, that's, you never hear of anybody who actually lost weight doing Weight Watchers. Have you noticed? That is true. Yeah, wasn't that Oprah's company, by the way? Didn't she start that? I don't know if she started or if she was involved somehow, but I don't know. It's like the definition of something Grandma would have done, Grandma Peggy. She did do it, I believe. Oh, she did? Yeah, exactly. Weight Watchers is what, what grand, fat grandmothers who don't ever lose weight do. But they think it's healthy. Silly old man. Um... I don't really care about the, uh... She talks about diet drugs and Weight Watchers and the FDA. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here. I'm not here for the same old stuff all over again. I want more stories of, of people being revulsed by your body. Come on. <laughs> Spice it up a little. When fat activists talk about body-based depression... Thinner body positive activists paint it over and replace it with a more palatable insecurity. But when we don't talk about body based depression, we're lauded for our compliment. I don't know what you mean by that. 
You're so brave to wear that, a stranger tells me at a bus stop. I wish I had your confidence. Get it, girl. I am covered from head to toe in a purple knit cotton dress with a high neckline and knee-length hem. Beneath it, I wear opaque tights and boots. I am People are complimenting me! You complimented me. That's a microaggression. You ignored me. You're, you're, you're erasing my body. You wanted me to lose weight. You hate me. You acted neutral towards me. You treat people that aren't fat better, don't you? Uh, help, help, I'm being persecuted, I'm being persecuted. Help, help. I'm being repressed. We become set pieces, two-dimensional props for their more real lives. We are background characters, reminders of what could be. Thank you. Maybe you should lose weight. <laughs> oh, sorry, that scared me. I, I wasn't, oh, careful. About that, there. My heart can't take much more. Um, all of us deserve better than what thinness takes. We deserve a new paradigm of health. You mean not caring about health at all? Is that the paradigm? I yeah. Huh? Thinness takes so much. We deserve to take it back. Okay. Ugh. Oh, I forgot she lives in Portland. That makes a lot of sense. It happened at the grocery store. It had been a busy week and I was looking forward to decompressing by way of my weekly meal prep. <laughs> so, so of course I needed two carts. I, uh... Of course. <clears throat> anyway. Why are you meal prepping at the grocery store and not McDonald's? I don't... It's weird. I, I happily wound through the aisles in refrigerated cases. I spent the most time in the produce section, picking zucchinis and, and purple shallots and cantaloupes. I love how you have to stop oh, and say, Jake, guys, I was a bunch. Excuse me, Jake, I have to make a call. <clears throat> ring, 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 ring. I am calling BS. <laughs> guys, I was buying a bunch of vegetables. Okay, lady. <laughs> I'm sure you were. Okay, French fries do not count. Potato chips is out, not produce. She left out her trip down the snack cake aisle. I noticed <laughs> she didn't want to highlight that for some reason. I don't know why. It was significantly longer. I don't <laughs> As I shopped, I noticed another woman stealing glances at my cart. And then in my face, she was a boomer in her 60s. A boomer. Quite and with the trappings of class privilege, popular... <laughs> She's like one second short of calling her a Karen. Come on. <laughs> As I moved on, her glances turned into stares. They were fixed. She was staring at my cart. I turned... She... Uh... She takes the most mundane things and just builds them up in her head. <laughs> she was stalking me around the store. No. No, she wasn't, She pointed at the cantaloupe in my cart. That's... Uh, that's got too much sugar. That's the last thing you need, she said happily. Her voice chirped, buoyed by self-satisfaction. All right, all right, random grocery store lady. Up and around. the truth, coming in clutch. McLean, McLean, fruit is healthy, all right? <laughs> I do wonder if in her head, in her head, because it just says 
Yeah, she pointed at the uh, cantaloupe, right? I wonder if in her head she was actually pointing at like I wonder if she was actually pointing at like the box of zingers or ho hos or something, and she was like, "Well, I think she was probably pointing at the cantaloupe," because <laughs> it just says that's got too much sugar for you. I'll bet, I'll bet she changed it in her head. I'll bet in her head it, w- it would have still been bad for her to shame her for buying the snack cake. Of course. But because in her head she's oh she was she was pointing at the cantaloupe and saying that was too much sugar for me. I know I know hey, how. Hey um, things. if you look behind that cantaloupe where you've packed up seven boxes of Twinkies, I think that might. <laughs> Look, I know how these people think because I thought that way before too. You can convince yourself of anything, or you can revi- you can revise your own memory. Like that's, I'm just saying. I think I think a lot of this is that. I just think it is. It's like rewriting events in your memory to make yourself seem like a better person. Everybody does that. Anyway, I retreated to the bacon aisle. Or baking aisle, pretending to produce <laughs> dry spices while I gathered myself and waited for her to leave. You were <laughs> you were hiding now? You're hiding in the baking aisle? I was stunned. I encountered someone who thought to take control of what I was eating, much less a fruit. I wondered I wondered if in the BMW X5, I imagine her driving. She had taped a My Body, My Choice sticker on the window. What? Huh? She probably supports abortion, but she hates fat people. Uh, maybe she meant masks? I don't know. <laughs> this is before that. Um. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Um, As the shock wore off. Much less a fruit. Oh, yes, fruits, which are completely healthy in all contexts, and there's never a reason to not eat a fruit. They are are always healthy. People have bred fruit to be sweeter and sweeter. I read somewhere that, like, biblical times, the sweetest fruit was equivalent to today's carrot. All right. They were these dense, fibrous things. Today, we bred them to be sugar bombs. They have to be. They have to be healthy. Why? They must be. Oh, the government said so. I don't know. They've always been straight with me before. Did you know that you're able you're able to go to uh, certain mountaintops and collect like rare precious gems and stuff? The government lets you do that. To find out more, just Google Ruby Ridge. <laughs> I simmered with frustration and resentment as I drove home, uncertain how to manage such an untamed reaction. I knew how to handle tears melancholy, resignation, but what to do with such fresh live rage writhing so violently in my chest. I thought you were the epitome of, like, self-esteem and, like, you had no problems with your body and you didn't feel any embarrassment at all. What happened to that? What happened to that? Hmm. Come on! Why didn't you tell the, the lady at the store, Frick you, lady, I don't care what you have to say. Oh, she, she has the same... She does the same, like conversation with the friend. She was being condescending. Well, maybe you thought, no, it was actually evil. Well, maybe you, no, he, she was evil. <laughs> okay, maybe you She was literally oh! Hitler. <laughs> and the conversation ends, it's coming from a good place, my friend pleaded. She was just concerned for your health. There it was, salt on a fresh wound. I was frustrated, you, deflated, you exhausted, to, You seem to have a lot of beef with your friends, it seems like. 
your friend is like slightly reasonable, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They were probably trying to help you. Why are you actually Adolf Hitler? She's talking. Your friend is talking you down from the ledge. <laughs> I'm just concerned for your health. I'm concerned for your health. I have to tell you again and again that you're gonna die. I'm sick. Look, that's, I'm sick of my doctor. <laughs> that's crazy because, like, over, oh, saying, there it is again. Someone saying they're concerned for my health is not a defense against someone being concerned for your health. <laughs> You're actively engaging in unhealthy Look, behaviors. Hey. You're gonna start hit whenever you start hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. Someone's gonna come up to you. Oh, you shouldn't do that. That's gonna give you damage. You shouldn't hit yourself with a hammer. I'm concerned for your health. There it is again. Yeah, yeah, Someone say say, repeating back what they said is not a defense against what what they said. Oh, Jillian Michaels, I don't care. All these facts. I hear that so many times. That's because you're not healthy and people are concerned. Okay, whenever these fat people write books, there has to be sessions about A, the BMI is racist, B, Weight Watchers, and C, Jillian Michaels. All three of those have to be involved somehow. Such such specific topics. Yeah, Lizzo? <laughs> Why is she talking about Lizzo? Wait, what year is this? I, I thought it was like 2010. Hold on, let me look at the date. Um... Oh, 2020. Wow, okay. Oh, wow. maybe it was a mask. I don't know. A mask yeah, sticker. That's crazy. That's much newer than I thought it was. This is the cutting uh, cutting oh, edge oh, okay. stuff, Jake. Uh, Jillian Michaels was talking about Lizzo, and it was so, so bad and stuff. Anyway, don't care. Jillian Michaels was talking about this morbidly obese woman that was uh, normalizing unhealthy behaviors. Weight Watchers and Jillian Michaels are both uh, um, bad things to follow because of the calorie model that allows you to eat carbohydrates and not eggs. So, yes, but uh, broken clock right right twice a day, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they've identified the problem, but they got a bad solution, so, anyway. <laughs> uh, she cites some study that says 86% of people are report that loved ones were embarrassed to be associated with a fat person. Yeah. I want, I want, I want you to break that down. What does that mean? Embarrassed to be associated with a fat? I can't be seen with this fat guy. <laughs> what, what, but again, you're you're somehow thinking that the solution is to therefore to for them to stop behaving. They, they it, the problem is theirs, not yours. <laughs> okay, the last the last owner of this book highlighted this sentence. Stigma and social status are the major drivers of health, not your weight. Okay. Stigma? I don't think yeah. I've ever heard that word before. What is, I'm throwing is that? this book in the garbage. <laughs> My health is determined by stigma. Health is what a societal construct. of garbage. Absolute bad garbage. Actually, <laughs> stigma, <coughs> stigma determines health. Ugh. Because the idea is, um, what they base that on, what it seems like in this book, what she's saying is like, well, because uh, people who are poor tend to have worse health, and so that's because of stigma, socioeconomic discrimination. No, I think that's because poor people tend to smoke cigarettes and eat garbage. I think that might be the answer. Mm, no, actually. Actually, I'm oppressed. That's, that's the answer. That's nope. It's society's fault once again. 
Well, I've written off another one of my personal failings as a society's issue. Uh, guess I'll just go and drink the rest of the day. Every time I ask a concerned troll what's behind their concerned troll, their responses echo one another. Maybe it'll motivate you to change. One commenter wrote, People are born black or white, but no one is born fat. Again, these are... These are... They're right. You... you <laughs> tell me how that's they incorrect. Share <laughs> they share a simple belief that fat people choose to be fat. Yeah. All right. First of all, yes, yes that's true. You... They you share a simple belief that the earth is round. <laughs> you chose to... Now, it, it might not be entirely 100% on your shoulders. You might have gotten bad advice. But at the end of the day, whether you were conscious of it or not, you did choose to eat the foods that made you fat. There you go. As a queer person who grew up and came Let's out in the Let's go, 90s, baby! <laughs> this argument is familiar. Parents of queer and trans kids don't want their kids to come out because they're concerned about their safety. Maybe it's because they know that uh, the neighbors are going to realize that they're groomers. I don't know. I'm a parent of a trans kid. A.K.A. I should be in jail. <laughs> Seriously, if this was a sane society, parents of trans kids would be immediately thrown in jail. Immediately. That is child abuse. Good gosh. Straight people aren't homophobic, they're just concerned about queer and trans people contracting HIV. Uh-huh. Homophobic faith leaders love the sinner but hate the sin, and believe that queer people will recruit straight children who will then choose a homosexual lifestyle? Let's see, a third, a solid third of kids, Gen Z, identifies as, as LGBT. Hmm. Yep, yep, that was all the choice. I mean, no, 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 sorry. They were born with that. They are all born with that. It's just magically, in the course of a generation, an entire third of the population is now gay. And that's just nature. That's just how nature works, Malay. Isn't nature beautiful? <laughs> it's a lovely thing. I'm not Praise a Darwin. Give me the donut. As LGBT, okay, now she's going off about the gays and HIV. It's about time. Stop well, concerned she starts, she starts talking about gainers who proudly and intentionally get fatter with many, okay, so like the fat fetish. I don't know if this is what you, what I would bring up if I was trying to fight for fat rights. I feel like this is the, these are the people I would, I would hide. I would not show, uh, not introduce, not start off. Uh, with this. Again, she goes on about the uh, the rising obesity rate. It's strange how, oh, no, no, you're born fat. Uh, you're, you're born gay. Also, more people are fat and gay now than ever before, and it's just normal. That's just how it works. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Okay. She's kind of, like, breaking down her own argument here, uh. All right. She talks about email she got. She talks about email. Him. Why do you want sympathy for being a fat tub of ass? Eat less, exercise, self-control. Me. I didn't ask for sympathy. I just wrote about what I did to prepare for a flight. I also lost 60 pounds. What's your goal in writing to me? What outcome were you hoping for? Him. I don't have a goal. I saw on Twitter that you posted about abuse. You're a fat tub of ass. You should be embarrassed. Work on yourself and then you won't be a lard anymore. 
He closed his email with three smiling poop emojis. I blocked his email address. In the coming days, he... <laughs> okay, this guy's committed. In the coming days, he created five additional email addresses, <laughs> sending me emails each day from a new account. <laughs> Obesity as a human right? Absolutely not, slob. Graphic gifts of hippos taking dumps. Lists of terrible, tired, fat jokes cut and pasted from websites. Don't you want to see your kids grow up? Or do you hate them so much you'd eat yourself to death? Maybe they want you to die too. Each morning I looked for emails sent from new accounts. And every day the cycle would begin again. Eventually, he sent me comments through Twitter. <laughs> She's being gang stalked. <laughs> all right, now she lists all the tweets this guy sent her. Yeah, I wrote a book. Uh, you want you want to read it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll put some really uh, serious academic work. This is just your Twitter mentions. I don't. What, what is this? Just uh, people calling you fat on Twitter. I don't. <laughs> it's abuse, McLean. All right, here's a list of the, the tweets she got. Ban this, you fat f. <laughs> I will never stop until the obesity rates start lowering. You advocate unhealthiness. You advocate death. All under the shame of it being acceptance. So Thanks again, you haven't really it. said why, the, that, why that's wrong. You just like uh, repeated weak. what he said, but you haven't... Weak. It's like Carol Adams. You haven't really told me why he's incorrect. Weak manatee can't lose weight and makes excuses. I use you as motivation to exercise and eat healthy. Okay, okay. I would never want to end up as Calling you a manatee is very mean. It is kind of funny. Hello, silly... Hello, silly overgrown manatee. Why not just admit <laughs> obese people live a shorter life of worse quality? Fat will always be considered ugly by the majority of society. Even in ancient Greece, chiseled and muscular bodies were adored. Uh, I can only imagine how poor your quality of life must be. Not fitting in a plane, etc., etc., etc. The comments were endless and ruthless. To him, my body was an undeniable choice. Evidence in his missives. Work on yourself, and you won't be bad anymore. Exercise, self-control. You <laughs> compelling. Fatness was, in his mind, a willful choice. Incurred in gluttony and sloth. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mine too, actually. He... Again, McClay, remember, she has a lot of self-esteem. She's very confident. She completely loves being fat. And uh, she's, she's just really... She's really up on herself. No, no problems at all going on. Her self-esteem is... She's got it together. Um, as the comments Wait. flooded in, they wore at me. After weeks, they began to cut through me with sharp, irreducible pain. A fresh wound every day! Did you lose weight? Did you lose weight? Sounds here. like they're working. It sounds like it's working. The Germans brought out the machine guns and they started mowing us down. It was D-Day on the beach. We're getting killed out here. They were tearing us up, man. Tearing us up. But did you lose weight? It took less than five minutes to find him because his first message came from his personal account. He was 40, lived in Kansas City. There were no alt-right memes, no Pepe the Frogs, no swastikas. Huh? <laughs> you don't like being fat, you must be a Nazi. Posting the Pepes. 
Uh, uh, anyway, um, in his profile picture, he wore a tattered baseball cap and smiled widely at the camera. His eyes met mine. Surrounding him were the faces of what appeared to be his three young daughters. He looked like men in my neighborhood, people on my street, a friend of a friend. These weren't the police or some vocal cruel minority. He was the voice of the majority. It's almost like he's a normal person. And, yeah, maybe he's being a bit mean with the comments, but I think he legitimately is trying to spur you to do something. And, and you're the one... You're the one leading the life of uh, misery. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's normal, albeit a little rude on the internet, and you're the miserable one. Just a theory. Hmm. Throwing that out there. No. No. It's, it's society's fault. My eyes settled on his daughters. Their faces were sweet and soft, lit up by the trio of bright and broad smiles. I ached for what invariably lay ahead of them. What would happen to them in adolescence when their bodies were sure to grow? What would become of them if one became fatter than their father wanted? Why? How would his rage curdle? What sickness would that cause in his children? I'm Why do you just assume that, that they're automatically going to become fat? No, I'm going to guess that he's the kind of dad who's not going to give his kids a bunch of garbage from McDonald's every day. So they're, they're probably not going to get fat. And just a thought. Have they already seen the monstrosity in their father? Or was it the grief yet to come? Would he speak to his daughters the way he spoke to me? Who's stalking who now, lady? <laughs> this, she is just terminally online. Terminally online. Uh, delete Twitter. Naked attempt doesn't appear from nowhere. Smaller fat people who look white and able-bodied and perform their gender correctly aren't seen as being that fat. <laughs> I'm sorry, 400 pounds is 400 pounds, Aubrey. I don't care if you're performing your gender. I don't... <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> you just slipped out of it. Yeah, I have, I have a big gender performance this week and I've been practicing, but I don't know. <laughs> It's funny how these women, the fatter they get, the more likely they are to stop identifying as female. I wonder why that is. Alright, another great story. I was walking home from work. Now let's be honest, you were waddling. When I catch a stranger's eye, she stares open. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm getting meaner towards her as this goes on, just because she's annoying me so much. Um... Uh, a stranger's eye caught mine. She stared openly. Excuse me, she shouts. Are you big enough yet? <laughs> I keep my head down. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. It's a good, good thing about that. Uh, I keep my head down. Eyes fixed on the pavement. Is anyone else seeing how fat this bee is? Look at her! No she one. points at me, searching this didn't happen. the pastors by. This didn't happen. Then she started shouting at me. How do you let that happen? Can you even hear me? Answer me! <laughs> this didn't happen. Unless, unless like, this was like a meth head outside of a gas station that's just yelling stuff. Didn't happen. Maybe. Or like somebody's like filming like a prank YouTube channel or something. Like this, just this random lady. Wow, get a lot of how fat this man is. <laughs> when the entire world is telling you that you're too fat, Aubrey, that should be a sign. You're so far gone. You're so far gone. You will rationalize away anything at this point. Your brain is oatmeal. You are gone. You are just gone. That evening, is anyone I else seeing how fat she is? 
My heartbeat shook and clattered like paint mixture in every inch of my skin. I think what that's I think that's I because got, of the obesity. What little sleep I got was restless. The next day I told my boss I'd work from home. For months, I cannot think about what this stranger said. I can only feel it. I remember her constantly. Shame fills my body like a water balloon. No, that's the food. That's the food filling your body. You know, you know earlier when you said you had all that self-esteem? I'm, I'm pressing X to doubt, you know? I'm just... <laughs> I'm hitting that button. Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like you, you're not really... You don't really love this whole being fat thing. Sounds like it's causing a lot of issues in your interpersonal relationships, as well as physical I, limitations. Guys, we're, we're completely off now. She started, okay, I think, I think I think it started with her making up, like, half of the story, and now she's just full on into fan fiction about her own life. After a late night in the office, I walk out to my car. I hear footsteps behind me. There, excuse me, an older man is measuring his pace behind mine. At the crosswalk, I look at him. No one will ever love you, he says loudly. Not no. looking like that. Is this like is this like an artistic choice where you like perceive these comments coming from people? Because no, no, this did not happen. I, I'm I'm drawing the line here. The first time with the with the one lady that was that was enough. But I'm drawing the line here. No one's coming up to you and saying. Everyone hates you. Why don't you die? Why don't you kill yourself? No one's gonna, ever gonna love you looking like that. This isn't Not happening. public and nobody cares. Is this like a thing where it's like in your head? Like you're imagining like these people because they're, they're dirty looks. Oh, wait a minute. McLean, hold on. McLean, McLean, I have a theory. Let me finish this paragraph first. I suddenly realize what's happening here. Okay. Um, I, I walk faster. No one will ever love you, he says again louder. My feet move quickly. And then I look back again. He's still following me, matching my pace. No one will ever love you, he says louder still. I break into a run. I start the car and... Re- no, and I'm, that's where I'm calling BS on that part. No, no. I, I, <laughs> break into, I finally realize what happens. She lives in Portland. These are just crazy homeless. Oh, people. that's what it is. The the crazy homeless. Cra- yeah, okay. They're the drug. They are. It is you're fat. It's because you you live in Portland, Aubrey. Your quality of life will improve not if you lose weight. If you move, if you move from Portland, that's just another day there. I was thinking, you know, normal pe- a normal person would never do that. Oh, she lives in Portland. <laughs> Forgot. Crucial. Well, not- crucial point of the story. When they're not pooping on the sidewalk, they're yelling random insults. Or that just happens to everyone. I don't know. Yeah, that's you're not special, actually. I was I was like thinking we were in like a beautiful mind situation where she's just imagining people following her and yelling at her. But no, no, this makes a lot more sense. I get it now. <laughs> okay, so when people insult her in public, you, you, you know, cat calling when people yell at women, she calls it fat calling. Fat calling, <laughs> nice. I like that. Fat calling determines when and how I buy groceries. The threat of fat calling prevents me from wearing short sleeves. Fat, the threat of fat calling... Yada, 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 Jake, uh, I don't have much more time. Can we wrap this up? I know this is a a thick book. It's a... Uh, Trevor Noah! A large McLean. volume. It's... It is. I'm only like halfway through it. But fine. Trevor Noah, host of The Daily Show, famously tweeted... Oh yeah, the weekend. People are going to get drunk and think I'm sexy. Fat chicks everywhere. <laughs> the problem is the fat calling a media. Trevor Noah tweeted that? 
I've been, maybe I misjudged him. He is kind of funny. <laughs> fat McLean, fat trans people bear the brunt of fat calling. Trans people who are fat face constant misgendering. <laughs> hey, Actually, hey anything, sometimes when you see someone and they're a certain weight, you kind of got to just guess. You kind of got to... Look, if anything, if you're trying to identify as the opposite sex, the fatter you get, the more of your body gets covered in adipose tissue. It's harder to tell what you are. So if anything, Once being just fat like a is big better circle, for the You can tell me anything, and I'd, I'd believe you. I, I legitimately knew a guy, and I think it was a guy. So in, in high school, uh, I forget his name now, and I think it was a he. I honestly don't remember. I think he had, he was pretty bad, but he had like a, a, a there's some problem with puberty. Like he had like a weird genetic problem, and so his voice never developed, and I legitimately couldn't tell for like three years whether he was a guy or a girl. I couldn't. But he was, he was also very fat, which made it hard. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, man. It's because he keeps shouting, Jake. This book demands volume, McLean. It's, it's a large message from a large person. It's a a large book. It's a big, big story. Um, this whole chapter, by the way, is about people making fun of fat people on Twitter. Terminally online. This is a uh, trans fat women, blah, blah, blah. Rape isn't about sex. It's about power. What? Uh, Sex and power about desirability. The idea that fat people will never get raped, but actually they will. I don't care. I'm sorry. I just look. Sure. <laughs> look, lady. You spent like the first half of this book railing about people calling you fat, and now you want to give me a serious message about rape. I don't. You don't have you don't have the cred, okay? You don't have the cred. You just don't. Uh, he talks about how one guy agreed to go on a date with I thought he was gay. One guy agreed to go on a date with her once and she was like, Oh, oh, he thinks I'm attractive! He thinks I'm attractive! Oh. And then he, she realized that that like she was like, oh no, it's because I'm I'm fat that I think this is weird. Okay, so it's because it's because I always thought I was too ugly and fat to get a date. Then a guy found me attractive, and even though I felt validated, I also felt afraid. I have been shattered by the relentlessness of fat hate and the desire. But I thought you were queer. What happened to the whole gay thing? <sighs> I swear, eighty percent of women who say they're gay aren't. Like, 80 to 90% of the women who say, Oh, I'm queer, they just want to be part of the club. They just want to be part of the club. All women like voice. to do nowadays, Jake, is eat hot chip, be bisexual, and lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, talking about, like, fat people feeling insecure in the dating world. I wonder why. About that. Maybe because they're fat. Oh, um, that, don't... that's right. Talking about characters in movies, I uh, fat suit narratives, how we find fat people funny, Homer Simpson, <laughs> Peter Griffin. Uh-huh. I mean, Homer Simpson has like a, a beer belly, but I wouldn't really call him fat. At least not morbidly. Homer Simpson is healthier than you are. That's, that's all I'll say. 
She talks about seeing a before and after picture of a person who got gastric bypass surgery. Oh, no, 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 My body is before, but I don't choose to believe that. I choose to believe fat people can be genuinely attractive, truly loved and lovable, sincerely wanted. You don't get to control that, lady. You don't get to control that. You don't get to determine that. Most people, 99.9% .9 of people on planet Earth don't find fat attractive. Hey, and Jake. I'm sorry, that's reality. I've been on Phoebe, okay? I know they can be attractive. Yeah, that's the point oh oh one percent playing, come on. <laughs> Exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Um, stand up for fat kids and weight loss drugs in the legal practice of weight discrimination. Realize the promise of healthcare for fat people. Anti-fat violence. I'd call McDonald's anti-fat anti violence. Anti-fat violence. The existence of McDonald's is anti-fat violence. <laughs> that is a very affirming place. Yeah, but it does a lot of violence to fat people, McLean. By, uh, giving them garbage. Anyway, there can be no body sovereignty without tribal body sovereignty. sovereignty. Social, social justice. Yeah, full-on Marxism here. There's a world beyond this one. We're getting philosophical I can in that show world. you the world. Diversity in size and shape are part of the natural variance of human bodies. I don't think 400 pounds is a natural. Nobody, literally nobody, living in the jungles of Africa is going to get to be 400 pounds, Aubrey. That is a result of the modern processed food industry, you psycho. There is absolutely nothing natural about that. That is grotesque. You know back in the day when they would have traveling sideshows and there would be, come see the, the, the fat guy, the world's fattest man. He'd be like 230 pounds. <laughs> It'd just be me. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She talks about a uh, doctor she went to. Okay. Uh, visit to the doctor's office. All right. Hey, girl, she beamed, holding up an ID tag marked with a strip of rainbow tape. Huh? When the doctor... Okay. When the doctor ended, he met my eyes, smiled warmly, and got down to business. Smoke? No. Never? One cigarette in high school. Drink? One or two. A day? Eh, a week. Recreational drugs? No. Cannabis? No. He nodded. I know, I added. I'm boring. There's another word for that, he said. Healthy. That word hit me hard. Despite years of organic eating and focusing on nutrition, no one had ever called me healthy. He asked more questions, but I got all I needed. You know how like 9 out of 10 doctors will recommend a toothpaste? You found the tenth doctor, lady. <laughs> I'm done with this book. First of all, there's no way that happened. The doctor walked in and said, Hey, lady, you're healthy. That is totally something in her head. And I, I get, here's what happened in that conversation. He was running through, Do you drink? Do you smoke? And she goes, No, no, no. And in her head, she thinks, Oh, I guess I'm healthy. That's what happened. Aubrey is the master of crafting these things in her head. You know, it looks like you're very... Oh, I did have one more question here. Do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you consume 17 million calories a day comprised entirely of Hostess cupcakes? <laughs> I know, it's a long shot. Shucks! But... He got me! Aw, <laughs> oh, darn it. Well, still got the majority of these questions right, so I guess you're healthy. Uh, how much sugar do you eat? Please answer in uh, measurements of bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done with this now. <laughs> Aubrey, thank you. Thank you for your contributions. Man, you're you're going to die pretty soon. She knows, a heart attack. She so, knows know. how to weave a tail, I'll tell you what.
Oh, she does. I hope she, uh... It's just delusional. I... McLean, I'm... Right now, I'm gonna ask you if I ever... If I ever start rationalizing away my choices by writing a book called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat, I need you to come over and just slap me right in the face. Just slap me as hard as you can. Maybe that's what she needs. Do whatever you have to. We got it in Westbrook because I'm legit losing my voice. Well, um, it was a great, great time. Uh, you know, Jake, I thought about your, your all-egg diet, but, uh, when she makes the alternative, uh, to being healthy look so, so delightful, so, uh, promising. Well, here's the problem with Hopper. She did go on the all-egg diet. She misunderstood it a bit, and she was eating three to six Cadbury cream uh, eggs a day, yeah. you see? <laughs> yeah, she went on the yeah. all-egg diet. Uh, she added, uh, milk, sugar, flour, uh, to the eggs, and, uh, a little frosting. <laughs> The all eggnog diet. Um. <laughs> all right, Westboro signing off and out. Episode two hundred one, like a college class. Westboro's two hundred one. Ooh, come back next week for Westboro's two hundred two, and of course we'll have to raise tuition. We we charge by the pound. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a it's a body positive uh, payment system. If you don't weigh three hundred pounds, you get you get fined for every additional pound you don't have. My new driver's license photo makes me look like Quasimodo, and all my clothes are styled for me by Minnesota fats. The diet drink I live on soon may take the place of decon. Heard it killed eight million laboratory rats. Every night I dream of ding-dongs that are big enough for King Kong And someday I may just be that big myself Stepped on the scales, put in a dime Card came out, said one at a time I tell you friends, I really need some help Cause I'm fat Feel so fat Bottoms of the feet Are the only parts of me that's flat In a society Where thin is in Lean is where it's at Bad! <laughs> Why do I have to be so bad? Started workouts with Jane Fonda When I couldn't get in my Honda I was determined I'd turn all my flab to lean I would hear of some new diet And I'd run right out to try it Didn't need a thing for weeks that wasn't green Every week down at the fat club I would proudly stand up and tell my weight loss And give my testimony Lost 50 pounds, I was feeling great Just had one drink to celebrate Went right out and ate a french fried Shetland pony Cause I'm fat I feel so fat Bottoms of my feet Got the only parts of me that's flat Society where thin is in, and lean is where it's at.